It's Friday night. You know what that means. It's time for another exciting episode of The Devil's Do. I just wish for once that we could come in and do an episode that doesn't take place after a lot of horrible crap has happened. Uh. I just, just, uh, you know what? No. We are here to entertain the people. We are here to have some fun tonight. Take our mind off of things. Um, and we're going to have a great time. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Devil's Do. I am your host, Carl Duty. With me, as always, is the go to my bills, Mr. Drew Celestino. <laughs> How are you doing today, sir? Uh, hey, 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 hey. Is that... Hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, ideally... By the time people will be listening to this on in podcast form this week, ideally the Bills will be on to the next round. So, yes, on to the AFC Championship. Um, Fingers crossed. Yeah. Tough game. Yeah, I'm, yeah. We just got notified uh, that the Sabers have just tied it up. It is weird that there's hockey again. So uh, that's it, that's happening. By tied up, you mean they're it's still zero zero and they're not losing yet. <laughs> No, they scored, so it's uh, one one. Yay! Yeah, they they did not look good in the uh, opener last night. Uh, tonight, I do I, not expect much from them. Nor do I. But uh, from what I saw tonight, they they definitely uh, stepped it up a little bit. So I still think uh, it's going to be a rough year because the division that they they realigned all the divisions due to COVID, and uh, yep. the Sabers division is is ridiculous i they're not we got, there's they're not, we got, they're not out of this division we got put in uh to use uh fighting game tournament parlance uh, we got put in the murder pool <laughs> and that's when you have like in early rounds you have pool play and that's when you're stuck in a pool with like all top tier players yeah so, yeah. yeah not that's expecting ex- much that's, that is exactly right brutal yep brutal not not expecting much from our beloved Buffalo Sabres this year. Ah, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, how are you, sir? How are you doing? Well, um, we're beginning, right? Let's 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 get the ball a rolling. Yep, there we go. There, there we go. There it is. There she be. Um, You've I'm, got yours. Oh, I've got mine. I like it. I like it. We got to talk about so relevant. Yeah, we got to talk about yours uh, in a little bit. So I'm doing good. Um, it's been a really hellish week. Uh, before I get into that, let's uh, just so everyone can see here tonight, I am drinking a Pipeworks Brewing Ninja versus Unicorn. Double IPA. Okay. Yeah. Pipeworks is out of Chicago. Right. I have had some of their beers in the past, and they've been very good. So this was on sale at Premier last weekend, and uh, let's see what we got. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's not yeah, super it's, juicy, but it's good. Perfectly adequate podcasting beer. Oh, I'm 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 happy with it. So it's it's taking up a lot of the frame. <laughs> I'm moving over here. All right. All right. Maybe I should leave it there. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it there. Here. Everyone everyone, everyone knows where I stand. Um so yeah, it's been a tough week actually. Um well last week was uh you know what it was until uh you know, real life really 
got kind of yeah. gnarly. So that was unfortunate. Um, we're not going to dwell on all that, but I think uh, I'm just going to yeah. go out and say it right now that if you were among the yahoos who uh, stormed the Capitol, you should absolutely be arrested and charged and ideally convicted. So, um, yeah, I think uh, that was terrible. And I have a lot of fears about what's going to happen at the inauguration. So knock on wood that everything goes swimmingly because that was a disgrace. So anyway, hot take. I know. Right. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. If, if the people have listened to the show before, they kind of know where we stand. I hope stuff. so. I sure hope so. Anyway. Um, so the weekend was kind of fun. Bill's got a playoff win. So we, that's, that's yeah. the first one in 25 years. That's great. Um, I've been, uh, I made some, let's see, what have I made this week? I'm cooking up a storm every week. So what, what, what do we do? Oh, on a whim, I had to use up a pound and a half of ground Turkey and I made some amazing burgers just because, nice. and they turned out great. Why not? And, uh, yeah, they were excellent. And, um, the air fryer is paying dividends, sir. Yeah. Oh, the air fryer. Working out well for you. It is the truth. Air fryer fries excellent air fryer wings dude mm. wings air fry mm. toss them in sauce when you're done they are perfect like i'm not gonna say that they're like you know uh like, like your favorite pizzeria's best wings but they they, yeah. they 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 turn out super tender and if you leave them in for just a little longer they get crispy and then toss them and it's dude this is a game changer right. game changer we we will have to explore the air fryer wings when game nights resume. Oh, give me my shot, Carl. Give me my shot. I'm ready. Um, anyway, let's see. Uh, I finished uh, Doom Zero on the Switch. It's a uh, mega. What they you know in Doom parlance, there's WAD files, W A D files, and they're basically like maps. And there's been a million of them over the years since Doom was released in the '90s. Um, this one, this one is, uh, from a, where's he from? I want to say he's from like South Africa or something, but this guy made a 30 level, um, megawad as they call it. And, uh, it was released officially on, uh, Bethesda.net and with, to, to some fanfare. And, uh, yeah, I finished that this week. It was very challenging. Um, good design, good level designs. Um, some frustrating level designs because platforming, was never one of the original Doom's uh, strong suits, and this guy right. this guy incorporates a lot of platforming into the level design, which can get uh, annoying. But that said, um, very uh, very good level design. Um, a big elaborate maps, branching paths, really clever, clever stuff. Um, I have one other critique and that is uh he likes to spam the arch vial at you and the arch vial if you aren't familiar was an enemy in doom 2 that uh sorry that's okay um the arch vial is the enemy that can light you on fire and takes uh half of your health if you don't get out of his line of sight before he ign- before he like detonates the fire on you huge pain gigantic pain worse than and he revives Just- and he revives other dead enemies in, in, in the view. So he's the like, you have to kill him right away or he's gonna you're gonna have a bad time. So this yeah. this designer Just the whole fact that he can detonate fire. Yeah. He can detonate something that's already 
burning. So the way it works is you start on fire, you see it, you hear the crackle, and if you don't, as soon as as soon yeah. as you see that, you have to get out of his line of sight immediately, or you're going to you're going to pay a big price. They are the most annoying enemies in in the entire game. This guy spams them at you. Eh, a little too frequently for my taste, but in any case, <laughs> I still would recommend if you if you have if you're a Doom fan of the original games, they still hold up tremendously. They're they're classics. There's a reason why an entire like genre was spawned based on the success of Doom right. and continues to this day, and that is because Doom is a well designed fun game, and uh, Doom Zero is a fun game. So if you have Doom One or Doom Two, um, I think Doom Two specifically, uh, on like your Switch or your PS4 even. You can go onto the Bethesda section of the of the menu and download this wad for free. So I recommend it. That's Good. really um that that that's all that's going on, man. Um, I found some fun new YouTube videos to educate me on music that are making me feel inspired yet also uh, totally inadequate as a musician. That's always a good time. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna try and remedy some of my shortcomings. Um, that's my that's my 2021 resolution, I guess. Get, right. get better as a musician. Is that sure? Get, get good. Get GUD. I, I would never <laughs> claim to be good, so it's now now's as good a time as any. <laughs> How are you? Nice. How are you doing? I am doing well. Um, obviously, like you mentioned, aside from everything that went on last week, uh, you know, work kid repeat pandemic usual stuff oh. um i finally finally got around to beating uh new super mario brothers u okay. on the switch cool so did that that was cool because it's hard to be able to sit down and play the game when william is not around because like typically in those times i want to get some squadrons in uh, but I had like a nice little chunk of time where I'm like, okay, I'm on the last castle. Let's just knock this thing out and finish it. Yeah. So I did that. And in the ending, I'm like, you know, it's been 35 years. Do you think maybe Mario could do with a new adversary with possibly some uh, minions that weren't almost completely benign? Um of course, I thought that, and then the next day, the uh, the preview for Bowser's Fury came out, and I was like, like, all right, well, you know, Bowser's stepping his game up, clearly. Let's uh, let's maybe, you know, Koopa Troopas, Goombas, maybe something a little more than walking. Still, still uh, let's get some new blood in there for adversaries. I mean, you've got your Hammer Brothers and whatnot that throw things at you. Yeah, but they threw him like in a large, like big arc where like a, a gentle step to the side will avoid them. Um, Fair. Yeah, but Fair no, that was that. Um, I got a fun new toy today in the mail. My uh, my fourth coffee grinder that yeah. is currently in the house. We got to talk about this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know, you know how you're watching YouTube videos that make you inadequate about being a musician? Yes. Um, I'm watching YouTube videos where I am learning more, but also feeling inadequate in the way that I make coffee. <laughs> um, so in a desire to 
become better at making coffee and just learning more and uh, finding that, you know, with anything culinary or having to do food or really anything for that matter, there's your, your entry level base stuff. And then there's higher levels of stuff you can get to help make things better. Yes. Yes. So I, I am now the proud owner of a, a Breville, uh, smart grinder pro. It has 60 initial grind settings. Um, I say initial drew because I can adjust the interior burrs. So, and for each click of adjustment that I make, there's 60 per click. Jesus. So I have roughly Dear God. six. So I have roughly 600 grind settings on this burr grinder. I have complete dosage control. I can set it up to grind for a certain amount of time if I want, or I can manually control the grind. Um, I This cup of coffee is the second cup of coffee that I made uh, with it, and so far for the couple times I have used it, I'm very happy with it. Um, I also got some vacuum canisters in the mail mm. that enable me to store coffee beans and vacuum the air out of the canister, which preserves the flavor of the bean yes. for much longer than it normally does. So now I'm no longer keeping beans in the hopper on top of the grinder. You know, everything's stored, and then I just I measure out what I want to make, and then just store that in the grinder and go from there. You, you have questions? Uh, just... Uh... How does this one compare it to say the Cuisinart? And you know, is it louder? Is it quieter? Uh, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, the new grinder. Yeah, it's the the Cuisinart that both you and I have is a really good intro to grinding coffee grinder. Um, if you want to grind your own coffee, it's a very good kind of initial introduction to doing that. Um. So it's very good for that. Uh, Julie got me a uh, Carpresso Infinity Grinder for Christmas. Yeah. And that one I really like because there is there is no static at all in the receptacle. So, like, you know, because, you, you know, you have the Cuisinart that I do. You know, when you grind a couple beans, there's a whole bunch of, like, grounds and whatnot stuck to the side. Yeah, I use a little brush and scrape them off. Yeah. Yeah. That's called that's called static. So the Carpresso doesn't have any of that, which oh. is really nice. Okay. The the Breville has a little bit of that. The Breville's like a halfway point between the Cuisinart and the Carpresso. Gotcha. Um But I would say if you want if you are saying, Okay, I enjoy grinding my beans, I would like, you know, a better quality grind which this definitely is. Um, like, so I've got a blade grinder, the old blade grinder, which I never use. So that was the first thing I ever got. My mom got it for me for Christmas. The Cuisinart, the one you and I have. So the Cuisinart's about 50 to, uh, 50 to $60. The Carpresso, I believe, is between 100 to $150. And the Breville is $200. I had some birthday money, so pulled the trigger on that. Um, yeah, well worth 
every penny so far. Cool. All right. So now the, the next things on the list are a coffee scale for measuring out the water and beans that I use, and then a new uh, gooseneck kettle that will hold the temperature as I brew. So the coffee adventure continues. I like it. Uh, that is our week's dear listener. We would love to hear from you. And guess what? This episode, that's all we're going to do is hear from you guys watching. Uh, you guys are girls who sent us emails. Thank you so much. If you would like to send us emails in the future or currently right now during the show, because uh, I'll be keeping an eye on that. Or if you want to reach out to us anywhere on social media, you can do so at the following social media locations. You can find us and follow us on Twitter at Devils Do Pod. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Devils Do Pod. You can email us at devilsdopod at gmail.com. Or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, thedevilsdopodcast.com. Drew, yes. that being said, yes. as I said, we have some emails now, folks. For the last like month or so, um, we have been saying that you know there's been so much stuff going on between news guests. We've kind of had to put the listener emails on hold, and we've got some building up. And we're just going to go through what's in our email box right now. If you're watching us right now and you got a question, you got something you want us to talk about. Shoot it in the chat. Drew's keeping an eye on that. So we'll be able to uh, kind of go from there. Uh, Drew, really quickly, before I get in the email, is our video freezing it's, a lot? It's choppy. I'm not sure uh, if, if it is for everyone. I'm not sure if they can hear us but not see us. But, um, yeah, it's a little choppy. We, yeah, okay. we, we look us, glorious in our in our pilot window here. but Let, it, let, it, let us know, people. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Drew, get Get good internet. I don't know. Get, I get, I, I get, have get, pretty decent get internet. G U D internet. Uh, <laughs> hey, if they have a problem with it, they can uh, download it for free on Wednesday. It's it. What are you gonna do? Yeah, it's fine. Um. Okay, so our first email comes, and this is back from December 9th. Oh gosh, uh, it's coming from uh, Mr. Brian Budnick. All right. Hello, gentlemen. Hi. So I have to admit that I have been a bad listener and wasn't listening to the show for a while due to switching to Spotify to manage my podcast. Once I saw that you were available there, I jumped back in and have been enjoying what I hear as always. That being said, I have a few comments about Carl's shout out to me in regards to my love of this movie. Um, he's Brian is referring to Return of the Jedi ah. for my uh kind of revisit of that. This is my favorite of the franchise. Admittedly, mostly due to nostalgia. It was the first of the films that I saw in the theater and started my love of the franchise. Every time I watch it, it takes me back to being a kid and seeing it on the big screen, as you guys meant, and seeing it on the big screen. As you guys mentioned, as I have grown, I have to admit that Empire is definitely the best of the films, but Jedi will always be my favorite. I also agree with you both that the special edition versions worsened all the originals, but Jedi is the worst by far. Mm. 
um, the new and improved songs of Java's Palace, as well as the end, are unforgivable. Yes. But the biggest one of all is the addition of Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Ugh, this bothers me so much, as Drew said. Why is he there? It doesn't make any sense. Gotcha. Still hoping the day will come where we can get these non-altered editions. I have good uh, news for you, sir. Yeah. You can. Kind of. Um, kind of. Kind of. Caveats. Kind of. If you have, if you're okay with DVD quality, you can get them on DVD. Um, they were included. The Laserdisc 1994 remasters were included uh, as bonus discs um, in the single, not the collected edition, the individual releases of A New Hope, Empire, and Return of the Jedi um, on DVD about 10 to 15 years ago when they put those out. Those are still, they, yeah. they're still readily available on eBay for about 35 bucks for the whole set. I have these, so yay. Um, also, if you do want the HD amenities without the special edition stuff, um, I would recommend you look into um, what they call the despecialized edition on the interwebs. Um, it is sourced from original prints of the movie, um, the Blu-rays, uh, the laser discs, basically any high any high grade source they can get. Um, it's basically an attempt to keep all of the quality of life improvements of what's currently available, but removing all of the excess and major alterations of the special editions. So it's 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 basically as close as you're going to get until Disney releases HD cleaned up, you know, Criterion quality whatever of the original is unaltered, which will probably never yeah. happen. So look, look up the despecialized edition. Are they, are they legal? Uh, no, <laughs> but I will make them legal. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> hey, if it, you got to get it somehow. So there, there, there's, there's some options yeah. for you. So he goes on uh, now for a more recent, recent topic. I keep hearing rumors confirmation that more and more people are being added to new Spider-Man movie, including possible addition of Daredevil, portrayed by none other than Charlie Cox. Yeah. With all these people being involved, reportedly playing their former characters, do you worry about a repeat of the original Spider-Man 3, where it seems that they are trying to cram so much in? Happy early birthday to you, Carl. Happy holidays to you both, and hope all is well. Um, I know we covered the Spider-Man stuff a lot on one of our previous episodes. So, Brian, you can definitely reference a lot of that there. Uh, one interesting note is that uh, Comic Book Resources, CBR, uh, did put out an article today saying that, reportedly, Charlie Cox is wrapped filming on Spider-Man 3. I just saw that. Yeah. CBR, say of them what you will, and you can say a lot. Typically, if they're reporting something, it's legit. Um, but at the same time, I need I need multiple confirmations here on this. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough. I, I I don't know who to believe. They're playing. They're keeping things close to the close to the vest, as it were. And obviously with COVID, I don't know how much, you know, sleuthing is going on in the way things used to be uh, compared to the way things used to be. So let's, 
I hope so. I, I don't know. And I also don't know what what it's going to amount to. Like, is it going to be a 10 second? Like, Peter's looking into some kind of like window into all the multiverse, and they just happen to show a glimpse of Charlie Cox's yeah. devil for a split second, and then it's over. And I, uh, to be honest, that's kind of what I expect out of all of these things that have been announced for this movie. Just like, oh, look, it's gone. Oh, look, it's gone. You know, that, that kind of thing. Uh, but hey, Everyone knows that we are Daredevil fans. Uh, let let's hope our boys coming home. <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Show the mug. So, and Brian, thank you very much for that email. Moving on to Mr. Alan Waiters. We have three emails from Alan. The earliest one, I'm not. No offense, Alan, I'm not great, but we've covered everything in that email extensively. So we'll go on to his email from December 15th of 2020. Carl and Drew, when do you think we'll get our first Hulk versus Thing fight in the MCU? If they're doing, they're doing Fantastic Four, Hulk is still in there. It's, do, do, it, you kind of have to. Do you go there in the first yeah. flick, though? Um, I no. think you do. No, you gotta, yeah. you gotta save yeah. that. Well, not not in the first Fantastic Four movie per se, unless you're gonna put Hulk in it. But the first meeting of those two, yeah, they gotta oh, throw yeah. around. They have to. That's just Absolutely. Hulk. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. When do we think that'll happen? That'll probably be in the fir- the first time they meet. Um, Alan goes on to say, with the Fantastic Four coming, do you think they introduce Doctor Doom right away, or go to the Christopher Nolan wrote route a la Batman Begins and tease him at the end? So I say you go. In I don't way. think Doom. Yeah, I don't think Doom is the primary villain. Uh, I think uh, he. Go on, go on. I, I yeah, I had a thought. I. I uh, yeah, I don't. Th- I think Doom is like you look at something like Cap, the first Cap film. You're setting it back in World War II. You have very few choices for who to use as Cap's villain right, in that right. time frame, so you kind of have to go with Red Skull. You know, Iron Man, Iron Man's Rogues Gallery is not great, so you just kind of pick and choose there. Thor, Loki's an obvious kind of go there. Um, Doom, I think, is big enough that whereas I don't see him being the big bad of an entire, like, I don't see him being a Thanos-level threat, but I see him being a threat that transcends franchises, something that can be seen, something that everyone has to deal with in one small way or another. Okay. I, I was gonna, so, my thought was basically you could you don't have to introduce him as the villain right away if you're building to him being the big bad of the next phase of the whole thing the whole franchise or the whole MCU right if you don't think he can handle that I think he could but and it would be a, a slightly slightly well would it be a change of pace from Thanos I mean I guess it's kind of similar megalomaniac guy does megalomaniac thing yeah i don't know um but i think i think you treat doom in the films like they treated wilson fisk in the daredevil series so he's the big adversary but he he kind of does he's not he's an adversary 
he's an adversary that is in kind of like untouchable yeah. diplomatic immunity. Um, but I don't know. I don't think you play him as straight, you know, stereotypical villain the whole time. Okay. I would also posit the the other reason why you wouldn't necessarily uh, wait on Doom. I think if you're going to build up to a villain in the Fantastic Four, it's got to be Galactus, right? Got to be. Yeah. I, th- I think be. if they don't, if they plan to see, okay, here's the thing. Like, the question is, how do you go bigger than Thanos? Galactus! Well, you can't really go. Yeah, you can't really go bigger than Thanos, but what you can do is with the pieces you've taken off the board as far as the heroes go. Yeah. Tony, Cap, you know, Cap remains to be seen, but yeah, like a lot yeah, of the yeah. a lot of the initial core Avengers. The characters that you're left with, Galactus becomes a bigger threat. By the diminishing of the bench of the heroes, right. for lack of better term. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Yep, totally. Absolutely. So, like, you know, if you have the original first three phases roster for the Avengers and whatnot, yeah, Galactus probably not as big a threat as Thanos. With a lot of them taken off the board, Galactus becomes a much more legitimate threat. I'm, I'm here for the day you and I can talk about. A guy with a giant purple helmet and a big G on his chest walking down the middle of, you know, in the middle of Manhattan, destroying the city. <laughs> Give me no pants Galactus oh, or go home. Oh, you, or just go home. You're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> oh, hey, I forgot to uh, show you something else that, uh, that literally just came today. Uh, okay. you'll appreciate this. So I, I figured I, I would show it, and I totally forgot. So first up, move my 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 brew here. <clears throat> that is my new Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega T-shirt. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Awesome, right? That's been on my want list for a while, and I finally decided to pull the trigger. And the other one, which I know you'll like. Uh, let's get here. Ah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. That's that's how you do it. I I gotta get me a Brody Lee shirt. This one, it's not. That's, this isn't. This isn't the you know official tribute one. But I saw this one on on the show, and I'm like, that's the one for me. I gotta get. I gotta get that one. Yeah. So yeah, respect that's, respect that's, to Brody Lee. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, moving on with Alan. Uh, lastly, do the, do you lastly on the X Men? Do you think they go with the original X Men with the original first class, Beast Angel, Cyclops, Jim Gray, or Iceman, or go with the Jim Lee early nineties X Men minus Jubilee? <laughs> Why you got to crap on Jubilee? Uh, yeah, I think they're gonna pick and choose the roster. Yeah, you, 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 think, you pick the greatest hits. Yeah, I, I, this may sound sacrilege. Um, I, and I know they won't go this route. 
I don't care who you put on the team as long as Wolverine isn't there. <laughs> um, That's a bad news. We've had, we've had four or five X-Men films yeah. that are really pretty much just Wolverine plus Chums films. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm... Wolverine can kind of wait. I'm I'm excited to see the X Men, but Wolverine can kind of wait. His last question in this email. Also, how bad do you want to see an MCU Hulk versus Wolverine? Um, you know what? I think, in all honesty, a a thing versus Hulk would be more entertaining for me. Yeah, I got to see the powerhouses collide. Yeah, um, and honestly, folks, if you want to see uh, Hulk versus Wolverine outside of the comics. And I'll be all there was, uh, you know, Marvel animation as far as DVD film release has not been as renowned as DC's has been, but years back, they came out with a DVD release called Hulk versus, and it was about two 45 minute vignettes. Uh, one is Hulk versus Thor. And the other one is Hulk versus Wolverine. And it is fantastic. I highly recommend it. I'm pretty sure it's streaming somewhere. I'm just not 100% sure where. I know it's not on Disney Plus because there's there's some violent stuff in that. Um, okay, so <coughs> excuse me, Drew. Do we have, before I move on to the next email, email, Drew? Do we have anything going on in the chat? Uh let's see. Oh, uh, I have Alan. Well, let's see. First up. Uh, that we, uh, Nick told us that the Sabres tied it up, which I relayed. But then uh, yep. Alan later on said that uh, he's asking me to please fix the Sabres. So I, I don't think things are going well. I, I don't have the score in front of me, so I don't know what's happening. But it doesn't sound good. Um, Adam Williams, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Um, Mike Marlinski saying, there's something incredible about the way Drew says despecialized. All right. right there, right there, and right there. Right there. And, uh, oh, Jay's asking how many days since Long Beach. Oh, I can answer that question. <laughs> While you do the math, I will move on to Alan's next email from January 1st. Uh, happy New Year's, gents. Wishing you a better and prosperous New Year. Carl and Drew, which show made you care more about the, their extended universe? The Mandalorian or Cobra Kai? Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> no shock there. Cobra Kai. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, it's it's not necessarily cared more about. It is uh, just kind of what I, I enjoy. Mandalorian. Um, I finished Cobra Kai season three. I enjoyed it. I have shows, not. I have not watched it yet. Great. So. Come on, I man. You gotta get on that. Carl, I have I, I don't I, I time is not my friend anymore. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, so yeah, and then a question for me, Carl, which suit is worse? Spider Man's new suit debuting in March or Tony Stark's new symbiote iron armor? I haven't seen Tony Stark's symbiote armor. I don't really care to. I don't care about this whole like black king symbiote <laughs> thing going it's, it's on. It's like the X of swords I, thing. Like I don't care if they have swords. Oh, folks, I don't care. I don't care. Um, the Spider-Man suit looks terrible. Looks looks. It awful. looks like it'll last about ten issues until they go like, yeah, it's about time. Yeah, 
Um, dude, did you see what they announced for the Miles Morales Spider-Man? He's getting a clone saga. Clone saga. Because no one demanded it. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, uh, to answer Jay's question before we move on. Um, 1,027 days since Long Beach, Jay. Rolling a tear. Right. Tear right there. <laughs> It was the best. I think our video is frozen then, so I don't think you saw your two. It was the best. It was so good. Anyway. So, uh, Drew, uh, this this one's kind of an easy answer one, but what do you expect more, a Zelda 35th anniversary or a Metroid 35th anniversary? Zelda. Yeah. Zelda. Hands down. Nintendo's, they're going to forget that Metroid exists as they always do. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, now I'm rolling, okay, now I'm gonna roll a tier on the other side, other tier. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Alan, thank you very much for emails. Appreciate them. One more question from Alan on the chat. Okay. Calamity Ganon versus Fury Bowser. Who you got? Um, I'm gonna have to defer to you, sir. Calamity Ganon, only because. In story, in Breath of the Wild, he won. Whereas Bowser, despite, you know, Fury Bowser, which is like, you know, Super Kaiju Bowser, apparently, uh, B- B- Bowser's track record, not so good. Tends to get, t- tends to lose a lot. Yeah. When, when you can only take three hits ever, <laughs> um, you got you to up your game. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I said, Drew, we... we it's it's time for some fresh blood in the uh, the Mario villain world. What, what happened um, to Wart? Is Wart alive? Can we, can we check on Wart? I that wasn't even like a Mario game, no. so he probably doesn't count. I, I, the 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 shy guys with the masks got absorbed into canon. I know. Like the. Uh, it's I all, think that's about it for me too, though. Birdo, Birdo got absorbed into, into canon. Birdo, yeah. Um, no, no, um, mouse, mouse guy. Mouser didn't show up. No, um, but I mean, it, they're there. The characters did jump over. So, yeah. I mean, where, where's Wart? What happened to Wart? I have no idea. You got Lance. I um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So moving on to Mr. J. Gelsomino's email from January first. Update on the Savers game. Did you? Capital, yes. Capitals won. <laughs> of course. Of course. They um, <laughs> dare I ask the score? Two to one. Two to one. Two to one. So, not not terrible, um, but I didn't see it, so it might have looked worse. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, Drew and Carl, did you get anything nice for Christmas? I got Spider-Man and Fallen Order. Which one do I play first? Mm. Um, I would actually say Fallen Order. Play through that first, knock that out. It's a great game, don't get me wrong, but Spider-Man is like a fine, fine meal that you want to savor every last bit of it. I just fire it up once in a while just just to run around, and it's like, yeah, it, it's so good. It's, it's so good. It's such a great game. So, okay, Drew. Yes. How, this is a good question. Mm. 
I, I have a couple ideas on this question, but it's your question. I'll let you go first. Drew, how do you book the Dark Order going forward? Well, um, you got to turn them baby faces. I have three ideas, but you go. Uh, I, I haven't given a, a ton of thought, but um, you can't have them be heels anymore. Uh, it, you just you kind of can't. So they can be, you know, lovable anti-heroes, kind of. And I think that's the direction they're going. Um, and they seem to be drawing in the hangman. So I guess at this point, you just put hangman in the group and, and let him run wild and, and let John Silver do whatever he wants (laughs) (laughs) on TV. I I, turn him, turn him face and, and let him be, they don't have to be baby faces necessarily, but just have them don't, they don't have to be outright heels anymore. Just have them kind of straddle the line and they align where they align. And sometimes that'll be face. Sometimes that'll be heel. It depends. But you can't have them be outright heels anymore. I somewhat disagree. Okay. My my initial thought for how to book him is just like you said. Turn him, turn him face. Lovable anti-heroes. Well, it seems to be a lot of what they're doing. Right. Perfectly viable. My second thought is that you keep them heel, but you go full-blown heel. They are the dark order that they were originally introduced as. You bring them back to that. No more fun stuff, just full-blown bad. That's my second idea. Okay. Like, aggressively, aggressively bad. What's the third? Like, even even heel factions are afraid of them. The third one kind of solves both problems. Okay. I'm going to say something. You're going to think it sounds stupid, but work with me. A Dark Order Civil War. <laughs> it always happens to these factions. With the, with the absence of Brody, there is a power vacuum. Yeah. And you have two groups wrestling for power. You have one group that you want to split off and make faces. Silver, Reynolds, you know, whoever, what have you. And then you have the other group that decides to remain as the Dark Order, and they stay as heels. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. That's a plausible scenario. So you're basically proposing the Dark Order Wolf Pack. <laughs> what's what's the the NWO when they split? Yeah, red and black and I, black and white. This is okay. okay. Uh, it didn't work then, and it's hard to do that now. Even the Bullet Club Civil War didn't quite go so well in Japan when they did it. They tried it. So um, yeah. that's not to say it can't be done. Because if you do break down the alliances in the Dark Order, I could see something like. John Silver and Reynolds and Hangman and like Colt Cabana being the face faction. And then like yes. your Alan Angels, your 10 uh, Anna J and uh, Uno and Grayson being your heel faction. So, yes. you know, we'll, we'll see. But in either scenario, let Johnny go. Johnny Hungy, let him run. Yes. Johnny, 
Johnny Hungry Love Johnny P. Question, real quick question. Yes. Did you finish watching this week's Dynamite yet? No, no, that, 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 that. no spoilers. I only watched the first hour well, no, no. or so. What did you get I, past? I, the... I saw the Dark Order promo where they all, you know, got asked what their what their plan is, and they, they no, went. no, not not that. Okay, not that. Did you see the the Inner Circle New Year's resolution? Yes, I did, dude. I loved it only... I hate Chris... By the way, Chris Jericho as a human being can get off of my screen forever. I never want to see him again. I'm sorry. I'm tired of him. I I, I, I loathe the man. He has overshadowed his great... He was one of the greatest... He is one of the greatest of all time in the ring. Everything he is... You can know... The more I know learn about separate, him... Yeah. No distinction, man. He, I, I can't... No, I, I, it's, I get you. It's maddening. Having said that, um, everyone... Except Hager. Everyone in the inner circle is such a bigger deal having been in that group. And they all are poised for big breaks. Like, and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be so awesome when it happens. I watched that New Year's Resolution thing. And my whole time I'm just thinking like, man, Santana has this whole aura about him that is like, he is a baby face waiting to happen. Like, it, it's yep. it, and and I love Ortiz anyway, so they're awesome. Sammy, same thing. His whole like, you know, he's had he had a great heel run, and now that he's back, like he and he's having the beef with MJF and all that in the group. Another babyface waiting to happen, and he's over anyway. So just you know, and yep. MJF and Wardlow, they it goes without saying, both of those guys have huge futures. So. I just want to say like that, that, that segment was cool just because I'm watching, I'm, I'm, I feel like I was watching stars like in the making in real time. Like it's just, it's happening in front of your eyes and you can, you yeah. can like feel it coming when it comes, it's going to come. But right now it just, you can just see it. Right. So quick question is it just me or is in the past two months, have the inner circle not fought anyone other than themselves? Um, I, I'd have to go and look up the match that I, I don't know. I don't, I think they might've done some the, the last Jericho the last Sammy inner circle. Had some matches was against people, uh, Hager and Jericho. I don't know. Well, let, let's just not discount the new tag team, Sammy Hager. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> you don't know. Genius. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Jay's last question in this email. Carl, if you were forced to pick one, coffee or Star Wars? Uh, Star Wars. It's not a contest. Jay Sorry. thinks there's too many small groups in um, AEW already, so he, he's not on board with the splitting of the Dark Order. He's got a point. Well, well, my idea is better. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay, so now, yeah, uh, Drew. Update yes. on chat. Do we have any new questions in the chat? Uh, Alan, uh, would, yeah. Alan would like to know if Tatooine has good food because it seems that everyone gets fat, like Boba Fett and Bib Fortuna. Um, and 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 I'm, and Owen Lars's father, he was kind of a yeah a wheelchair. Clean Lars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for a desert planet, it seems like they're eating good. He's not wrong, and I'm not. I'm not familiar with the the culinary offerings that Tatooine has. Blue milk. Um, I'm guessing a lot of greasy stuff. Uh, deep deep fried stuff. I don't know. 
Ban- Bantha must be Maybe. high in fat. I, I don't know. Possibly Bantha. Jawas I hear make good eating. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. That's, that's twisted. That's dark. Oh, God. Uh, hey, man. Crate Dragon. Yeah. I think I'll feed you for a good long time. If you could kill one. All right. True. True. So, we have another email. This is a first-time emailer, I believe. We don't have a real name here. We just have an email handle. Uh, Lady Gallifrey 10 uh, sent us an email this morning. Uh, she's got a lot of good stuff in here. Uh, let's go. We have, yeah, so let's start out. Uh, hello, Carl and Drew. Hope you're both doing well and have a festive and relaxing holiday season. Yeah, yeah I believe it was. Eh, yeah. eh. Holiday-wise, it was festive and relaxing. Festive? Not having yes. Relaxing? <laughs> well... <laughs> the holiday aspects of it were relaxing, not having to worry about gathering a family and whatnot. Um, first off, thank you, thank you, thank you for making the show available on Spotify. Um, I've been a Samsung Galaxy user for the past couple of years and tried a lot of different podcast apps for my needs. Spotify is the superior podcast app. You're welcome. That's all Drew. Give, You're give welcome. That it's Drew. Uh, next, something wrestling related for Drew. Oh. I'm sure this is old news by now, but I was wondering if you've heard about the whole debacle about Vince McMahon buying the Twitch channels of several WWE wrestlers yeah. that stream on Twitch and thus cutting said wrestlers off from making a little extra money on side. Just when you think Vince can't get any more despicable, he achieves a new and ridiculously petty low. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. It's it's a, it's it's a total joke. <laughs> I mean, uh, they it, 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 they weren't on Twitch under their WWE names. They were using their real names. So it's not like they were using the intellectual property of Vince McMahon to make a buck they were doing twitch streams on their own now do they have a do they have a following because they're on wwe tv yeah but chris evans has a following because he's in a marvel movie and marvel's not asking him for cuts of whatever he's doing you know what i mean yeah so uh i think it's completely ridiculous um yet perfectly in character for a ghoul like vince mcmahon um Vince is a legend. I won't dispute uh, his status as a legend and an icon in the wrestling world, but he is a dirty, dirty guy. And um, the the list of of very bad things he has committed is uh, longer than my arm. Um, so just just one more thing, like he's going to take revenue out of people's hands because he's not getting a cut <sighs> because they work for him. Like, come <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's terrible. It's stupid. And believe me, um, the locker room was plenty upset about it. And I think whenever their contracts are up, as long as AEW is a thing, as long as new Japan is a thing, as long as impact is a thing, um, and as long as there is money behind those promotions, um, there's options for these people to go elsewhere and get a more equitable deal. Um, 
there's leverage now for people. If if Vince wants to keep them, he'll have to pay them handsomely. Or they can go shop around and get money elsewhere. It's a bargaining chip. So, you know, in the end, uh, I hope it works out for the talent. I hope everyone, uh, you know, can can make you know make a living doing what they're doing. Uh, yeah, Vince Vince is terrible. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. Vince is Vince is terrible. Yeah, WWE is not 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 great. Not great. On a lot of fronts. Pretty bad. Pretty, Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Okay. Uh, so she goes on to say, "If oh, I may." By the way, Carl, that this this is, she forgot to provide her name. This is from Andrea Perry. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you, Andrea. I used to work for Andrea. Awesome. Um, she, Andrea goes on to say, "If I may, I'd like to briefly chime in on the debate of whether or not Disney should recast the original three in Star Wars universe." Uh, the original three being Lucan and Leia. Mm-hmm. Specifically in the case of Leia, I'm not a fan of the idea. As someone who grew up idolizing Leia, I would consider it a huge, disrespectful slap in the face to Carrie Fisher and her memory. And I think so would prove that it didn't work out too well. Um, I mean, Andrew, you, that's... I get that. I totally get that. Yep. You know, these... Uh, the childhood characters that we have grown, grown up with, you know, these are of among the most sacred. So uh, there's no, you know, there's nothing that I, I would not say you are wrong in, in what you want. Um, I, I feel that, you know, we're going to get to a point eventually where, I mean, simply for money reasons, these characters, among others that we uh, consider sacred, are going to be recast. Um, I'm not 100% against the idea. It it all very much depends on, like, the story you want to tell. Because, like, they also got to find the right cast member. Like, you know, yes, Carrie Fisher as Leia is iconic. That's Hall of Fame, that's Gold Jacket, that's, like, you know, nigh untouchable. Nigh untouchable. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown as a young Leia. I, I'm not saying I wouldn't consider it, but I mean... I, I'm just saying I it, is very, it is very story dependent. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm good. And, let's, let's, and, let's move on. And we, and we like Solo, so... We did um, like Solo, I will say that. That's, it's, we did the, like the fans, I don't think... I had no problem with, with Alden Ehrenreich's performance as Han Solo. Yeah, I, 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 I said it before, I walked out of that movie going, I would watch another one of these. So, yeah. and, I'm, and I love Harrison Ford, so what are you going to do? So, Andrea goes on, and finally... It's pretty much universally accepted that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. But what about Gremlins? Oh, yeah. I say it, I say it is not only a Christmas movie, but my favorite Christmas movie. What say you, gentlemen? I, I, why not? I, I, what other Christmas movie is going to get you a story about a woman's a father dying in a chimney dressed as Santa? It's the most heart-wrenching, so, depressing thing ever. It's great. 
you know, just uh, kind of put it's a wonderful life in front of that statement. <laughs> just kind of gremlins is awesome. Um, we have discussed this many, many times. Um, I have a stance on this. I know I stand alone in this, but like you gotta have standards. Like, like Godsmack, you stand alone. <laughs> Scorpion King <laughs> rules. Oh, sure. <laughs> Scorpion King rules. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't feel the following movies are Christmas movies. Die Hard, Gremlins, Home Alone, It's a Wonderful Life. Um, these are the, the prime examples. I don't feel these are Christmas movies. The reason I feel this is because they're not about Christmas. For me, a Christmas movie is about Christmas. It doesn't just happen to take place at Christmas. Christmas is not just a backdrop. Would you say Iron Man 3 is a Christmas movie because it happens to take place at Christmas? No, you wouldn't. Um, Die Hard, Gremlins, It's a Wonderful Life, Home Alone. Home Alone is not about Christmas. Home Alone is about parental neglect and breaking and entering. Die Hard is about a terrorist takeover of a corporate building. It's not about Christmas. You know, It's a Wonderful Life. I love the movie. Don't get me wrong. And but it's not really about Christmas either. It's it doesn't even take place at Christmas up until like the last ten or so minutes. So, I, so we gotta be flexible about what you what can and can't be a Christmas movie. You know what can be a Christmas movie? What's that? A Christmas story. Jingle all the way. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Santa, Santa Claus, Claus the, the movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus versus the Martians. I've never seen it. Oh, if you were to ask me to make a ruling simply on the title, I would say probably not. Oh, well, if it, it's in it's in the pantheon of MST three K episodes, you have to watch. So. It's, it's one of those. It's an all-time classic. So, so, and again, I know on this one, the cheese stands alone. Um, but yeah, not Die Hard, not a Christmas movie. Nor is Die Hard 2, for that matter. We don't talk about so, Die Hard 2, though. Like, it, you know. I'll watch Die Hard 2 over, like, anything past Die Hard with the Vengeance. Oh, oh hey, anything. without question. But, yeah. I mean, but among the among the trilogy, it's, it's, it, it pales. It's, yeah, yeah. John McTiernan, so, yeah. by the way, weird guy. Great director, weird guy. <laughs> Directors I, sometimes tend to be I, I, I watched a, a cool uh, YouTube video about John McTiernan this week, and it was fascinating, like, it was mainly about Predator and what a masterpiece it is, but he, that, oh, guy, that, that guy had a run, and then, like, it ended because he was wiretapping producers' phones and stuff and went to jail. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. He's out now, but it, as you might imagine, it, it kind of hurt his career. <laughs> he, he, got, he got better. Um, 
Predator might be a perfect move. Oh, no doubt. I'll I have yeah. a video for you. I will send you. You will love it. It's about not, it's about Predator. Not the not the not the best movie. Not my favorite movie, but it might be on the list of perfect movies. It's pretty great though. <laughs> yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I love me some original Predator. Yes. You know what? I even love Predator too. Despite so all its flaws. So do I. It's great. It tried. Um, it dared. Yeah. Bill Paxton. It, yeah. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. The uh, Predator 2, a.k.a. Predator versus AARP. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. So, that's all the emails we have, Drew. Is there anything going on in the chat? Are people wanting to burn, burn me an effigy? Because no. of my Christmas views. So far, what no. do we got? What do we got? Okay. What, um, are, what are the people saying to us? Alan and Jay are bringing the thunder tonight. I'm happy about that. Um, okay. Another one from Alan. Um, Alan asks, what if Indiana Jones takes place when Hans, in Han Solo's mind when he's in Carbonite? Uh, this is not a new theory. I've seen this web theory uh, many different places. Uh, sure. Okay. Why not? Cool. Yeah. Did I or did I not see a panel in a comic book I have no idea when it's from, but I know I've seen it. It's from a Indiana Jones comic where he is in a cave or a tomb somewhere. And he comes across two skeletons, one of which is wearing a bandolier and is very large. And the other one is in a black vest, uh, Han and Chewie. Did I? Um, I'm not sure about a comic book. I know for a fact that like in Raiders of the Lost Ark, when they're moving the ark out of the tomb, if you look on the walls from the hieroglyphics, there's um, that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, There is a, there is a comic panel. I know I've seen it and it's from, it's from some Indiana Jones comic where he's in some kind of tomb and it's throw, it's a throwaway sight gag, but you see two skeletons and one of which is Chewbacca and the other, which is, is Han, which tracks in a way. Sure. Long time ago. Have some fun with it. What else we got? Uh, okay. Um, Jay asks, and this you, you might not fully understand this, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to walk okay. you through, have to walk yeah. you through it. Uh, which would you rather see, New Jack at a MAGA rally, or Jim Cornette at a poorly run Wendy's? I'm gonna let you take this. I've seen Jim Cornette at a poorly run Wendy's, and it's. <laughs> hilarious and also terrifying at the same time so you can find that um new jack at a MAGA rally you could put that on pay-per-view and with with a massive disclaimer that you're gonna see some um crazy violence so gonna put that out there uh new jack is talking about like new jack city no new jack the the, the, the the ecw wrestler Okay. With five justifiable homicides, allegedly. He's crazy. Okay. He's nuts. But he's also so kayfabe that I don't know how nuts he is or that he is known for being nuts. So therefore, he just pretends to be nuts all the time. It's the Hulk Hogan thing. 
Like, okay. I don't know where the line is, and I doubt he does either. But anyway, New Jack is so good. It's, so it's Eddie Kingston. It's beyond Eddie Kingston. Uh, even wow. I think even Eddie Kingston, you know, in his heart of hearts, he knows when to be real. I don't think New Jack knows when to be real. <laughs> New Jack is just New Jack all the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I I got I could send you some things about New Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some stuff. Anyway, so that those are Jay's questions. Um, we've got, some, we've got some comments. Um, Mike Marlinski agrees. Predator Two is so good. It, it really was. I mean, it, it, come on, uh, Gary. What's his name? Gary Sinise. Gary. Before Sinise. he went. Gary Sinise. That's right. That's he was right. like ninety percent Gary Sinise at that point. Jay recommends that you watch the um the Dark Side of the Ring documentary about New Jack. Okay. Um, it, are you familiar with these? The on Vice, um, they did a whole series. I've of, heard of them. They're they're, yeah, they're, they're really well done. They're really are they well, good? yeah, and and they I'll they, check them out. they touch subjects that WWE. Will, they don't they they this is not a WWE production. So they do not mince words, they do not sugarcoat. So okay. really fascinating stuff. Um that one's a must watch and the Owen Hart one um is a must watch. The Von Eric one was a heart wrencher too. Oh my god. Uh, anyway. Um let's see. Jay has another question. Oh, you'll like this. This one's for you, Carl. I'm gonna push I'm I'm pitching this to okay. you. What right. what movie what movie would you make? With one movie, comic, IP, with only three actors. Danny Glover, Delroy Lindo, and Louis Gossett Jr. What one what what I, comic movie? Comic or, or I make. Yeah. Or movie. He says, what what, one movie or comic IP would you make? Uh, Dan Glover, Delroy Lindo, who's the third? Louis Gossett Jr. Oh, wow. (laughs) Come on, Carl. Um, I'm, you know what? I'm doing one of two things. Um, I'm either putting all three of them in the Rogue Squadron movie as, you know, grizzled old pilot veterans, um, or I'm making a Blackhawks movie and making all three of them grizzled old fighter pilot veterans. I like it. Either way, I'm getting Louis Gossett Jr., back behind the stick <laughs> we're getting him in the cockpit all right up in the air flying around I like and and I mean, danny glover no stranger to the cockpit either i believe the movie is called flight of the intruder um and he played a pilot delroy lindo i'm not sure of um he was freaking fantastic in defied bloods um yeah so yeah that's what right. I'm doing. All right. Let's see. We uh they're trickling in. Alan has another one. Alan asks. I'm I'm getting too old for this Panther fodder. <laughs> Alan asks, do you think the switch 
has silenced critics about the Wii U ports with game with games with added content like Mario 3D World with Bowser's Fury. You you and I might have a different answer here. Yeah. So I think the for the first year or two of the Switch's life, how many years has the Switch been out now? About four years? About four, yeah. About first. I think for the first year or two of the Switch's life, the Wii ports and the Wii U ports were a good idea. Because there were some quality games that didn't get out to a wider audience on the Wii U because the Wii U just struggled to get an audience. Um, so I think in the first couple of years helps to bolster your library. You know, now at this point, I would like to see less, and we've had this discussion numerous times. I would yes. like to see less re-releases and reissues and more new content. Now, granted, we're getting new contact content with the Mario 3D world, you know, how extensive that new contact is which from all the trailers it looks pretty extensive yeah um but what is essentially an expansion pack for an older game you know i would just assume like to see super mario 3d world 2 or just something you know take what you want to do with bowser's fury and put it in a completely new game so that's that's my take on that's that's I mean it's a fair take. Um, I just re- always re- reiterate well two things. Number one, you'll be happy to know that they're running out of things to port, so you're going to get your wish one way or the other. <laughs> they're going to stop doing. <laughs> they're going to stop doing that. Uh, number two, though, and I always remind, Donkey Konga or Go Home. Yeah, oh wow, I I always remind you, and I know, and, and this, and I I'm included in the people that this affects. So I feel you, but at the same time, I just remind you. The, to the vast majority of players, the ports are brand new games because the Wii U sales were not good. <laughs> we 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 had one. We played those games and we loved them. Yeah. So unfortunately for us, it is you know it's a port. But if I'm Nintendo, I, the math tracks. Unfortunately, for unfortunately for me and you, yeah, the, the, obviously... math, the math tracks. <laughs> The business sense of it is good. You don't have to spend a lot on it as it's a port and it's pre-existing software. So bringing that out is like predominantly all upside for you. You know, especially a lot of the the other ones that you know. Obviously, Super Mario 3D World. It's a main Mario game and had an audience. But a lot of the other ones that were released, especially towards the beginning of the Switch's life cycle, you know, didn't really have that audience. It was good that they got those out. Um, the business sense of it, obviously, yes, I can't argue with the business sense of it. I just, I want, I want new stuff. I, 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 stuff. I, I feel you. I, I, I do too. I do too. Yeah. Um, it's, we're going to get new stuff. I promise it's coming. Yeah. We just don't know it yet. Well, as I always yeah. say, we're 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 one Nintendo Direct away from like being blown out of our chair. Like, oh my god, what have they been sitting on? So we have plenty of great brand new Nintendo games to play on Nintendo's next console. It'll be the Switch too. It'll be a Switch. I I see them doing the iter the iterative 
thing. I I just do. It makes which is well fine, but I gotta plunk another three four hundred dollars down on another system. I don't. Well, we'll see. I mean, you 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 can't you can't complain about that on 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 one side of your mouth. Meanwhile, PS Five is out now. And that's just the way it's always been. Is it though? Yes. It's the way it's always been, man. It's is I, it Yeah. It well, I yeah, I know. For the PS5 might as yeah, well not even I mean, exist because how many people have the damn thing? But you know Yeah, and that's and that's not just for PlayStation. That's for Xbox like pretty well. much any any new console that comes out. Switch yeah. was the same way. It's yeah. first like Yeah, it's out, but is it <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't consider it out until I'm kind of sitting at home one day going, you know what? I think it's time I'd like to go get a PS5. And I can just get in my car, go to Target or Best Buy, grab one off the shelf, and go get it. At that point, yeah, it's out. I, I if I'm that. having to like line up in a Walmart queue and hope that my modem is just a little bit faster than the bot's modem I'm competing against, yeah, yeah it's not out. Yep. I, I hear you, man. Sporadically um, purchasable. I mean, it exists, technically. It exists, yeah. But And I'm in, like, I do want to get a PS5, but not having one right now is not like... There's, there's no must-have now. Yeah, I would... There's, so, as Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo always reiterates, kids... Uh, software sells hardware. Period. Right. It, you ha- you need something. The, you need a killer app. The switches launch lineup, and when I say launch lineup, I include games released within the first year of the console being released. The switches launch lineup might be the best launch lineup in the history of video game systems. Everything after that. Whoa! Oh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty happy with with. I mean, the last has it been slow the last year? Yes, I I will concede. But it is what it is. Uh, PlayStation is. It, I haven't bought any new PlayStation games in a year either. So you know, it it you know whatever games are games. More questions. We have more yep. questions. More questions. More questions. Uh, let's see. Alan asks, do you want to see Kenta versus Moxley? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'll agree with Drew. And you're going to see it, by the way. Um, probably sooner than later. I don't know exactly when, but yep, that's happening. I, I, I don't know if I told you, Carl. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom happened. Um, yes. Kota Ibushi. I'm is... aware Wrestle Kingdom happened. Okay. Kota Ibushi is your new double champion. So that's fun. Kota Ibushi's awesome. So that's good for him. It's amazing for him to be finally on top of NJPW. Yeah. Um, and before the U.S. title briefcase match, uh, a video aired, and it was John Moxley calling out whoever won the briefcase. Moxley saying he's there, ready, and waiting to take on said challenger. So Mox in NJPW is not over. So you're going to see Mox versus Kenta and it's going to be great. So let's go. Over under 
60% it happening. Over. It's going to happen. No, no, I'm, I'm oh. about to ask. Sorry, okay. Over under 60% it happening. Okada shows up in AEW this year. This calendar year, 2021? Yes. Oh, God. Um... Under. Under. Except, yeah. Okay. Uh, you say other questions. What else we got? All right. Another fun J question. You get to make a game out of one Quentin Tarantino movie. What movie and what type of game? All right. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to break the rules a little bit. Uh-oh. Cuz there's just so much stuff coming into my head. There's going to be more than one game. So we're going to we're going to kind of we're, gonna, we're just kind of going. Okay? So we're going to start with pulp fiction. We're going to take out the video game LA Noir and make that a pulp fiction game. <laughs> Interesting. So the interrogation mechanic is going to be involved here. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the the style of the action in the game and how it was played out, all fantastic. I love that game. Um, a little bit Tarantino adjacent here. Uh, from dusk till dawn, we're uh-huh. making a Resident Evil type game. Okay. And you just got to escape the uh, the temple. Have at it. Uh Uh-huh. What else we got? Um, Kill Bill. That just kind of makes itself. Action. uh, God of War style. uh, Dynasty Warriors. Hyrule Warriors style. uh, With lots and lots of blood. Interesting. Um, What else we got? Uh, Hateful Eight. Uh, Oregon Trail. Uh, (laughs) No, we're doing it. So you're just doing the whole, uh, you're doing the whole catalog, apparently. Yeah, those are the ones that immediately came to mind. Okay. So what do you got? Um, I'd have to really ponder the my. I'm a Tarantino like fanboy, so you know, yes. I, I take this kind of question fairly seriously. But the uh, ironically, though, <laughs> the thing that immediately came to mind for me, and I think you'll appreciate this. Kill Bill fighting game. Yeah, you do that. It's got the cast. Definitely. It's, yep. it's got the cast mm-hmm. characters. There's martial arts involved. Yeah. Let, let's go. Absolutely. Yeah, I like that one. Surprised I didn't go that route first. That would be, um, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So, just as we're uh, kind of winding down here really quick, um, obviously, Drew, if there are any other questions in there, just kind of fire them off. Um, I'm just hopping on the uh, the interwebs to see if we got any uh, newsworthy stuff to talk about just real quickly. Yeah. Um, Ethan Hawke cast as the villain in Moon Knight sure. series. Sure. Sure. Why not? Sure, why not? Gattuck is a great movie. Uh, Ke- <laughs> Kevin Hawke. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Um, Kevin Feige 
teases Nova's introduction to the Marvel NCU. Um, I mean, why not? We already saw the sure. core, so sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just thought of something for Ethan Hawk. <laughs> he stands up on something. Oh, Captain America, my Captain America. <laughs> Don't give him any ideas, dude. Come on. <laughs> That's silly. Uh, that's great. Yeah, other than that, uh, news has been kind of slow. <sighs> Mortal Kombat has a movie coming out. Eh. Dude, that's going to be a trap. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be bad. Mark <laughs> my word. Alan, Alan, God bless him, sent us a trailer today, and the internet kind of got him. Um, it was a fan-made trailer. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I saw the uh, the spirit Halloween uh, uh, Reagan costume, I was like, "Yeah, this might be family." Uh, that's why. Oh, Drew. Yes. Hmm, interesting. Yes. yes. Something yep. you will appreciate. Eight um, bit duo. Yes. Uh, arcade fight stick. Modest, stylish, and versatile. And oh boy, wait till you see what this thing actually looks like. You can private message me in because the, it is, or you can just put it up on the screen somehow. Yeah, that's probably what we do. Okay, because uh, it is very. I'm sorry, I'm in my basement, so it's just taking a long time to load. I clicked on the article. Um, it is very familiar. I can't see it. I recognizable. Can't, I can't. It's blurry. It's blurry. It's it. It's giving me. I can't see it. It's is, is that, is that the end, I was going to say is that the Ness advantage I see? Yeah, I just sent you the article. So let uh, me see this fun. here. Yeah, it's it's quite quite nice. Eight uh, Bit Doe makes great stuff. Um, I know they have kind of a checkered reputation. Um, oh wow, that's uh, that's a pretty yeah. that's a pretty that's, joystick. I will say. Spot on. Um, see if I can get it up there for you. Eh, focus. Nope. Eh, no, not, so not so much. Yep, kind of, kind of. Here you go. Oh, that, oh, yeah, there it is. Kind of. Trust, trust me, it looks cool. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of eight bit dose stuff. Um, I have uh several of their SNES pads. Uh, in various forms for my uh, SNES Classic and my um, uh, why am I blanking on the the my 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 analog uh, SN30 the my Super Nintendo my my analog Super Nintendo HD uh, I have I have eight bit do controllers for that and I also have um, an eight bit do SNES pad with analog sticks and grips and rumble. And dual triggers for my switch, and that is I, that is my exclusive switch controller actually, because my pro controller's D pad is totally unreliable. But the eight bit do one is a champion. Yep. So I'm just kind of skimming over the article here as you're talking. Uh, so far, I'm not seeing. Oh, okay, there it is. It does have a wire to it, so it is. Fighting game tournament legal. Ah, sometimes Alan's got some Alan's um, got some, some interesting things to say here. Yeah. 
folks, listen, we love Alan and Jay. We'll we'll sit here and talk with Alan and Jay all night. I think they're the but, ones watching. You know. <laughs> okay. So so I'm I'm, I'm here <laughs> for the Alan and Jay happy hour. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. What do they got for us? Okay. First off, um, thoughts on the new Mortal Kombat film stills and the Steve Harvey Harvey comparisons. Alan, I saw it <laughs> and I thought the same thing. <laughs> Like, what is Steve Harvey doing in this? I am here for Steve Harvey as Jax. Listen, I've said it before, if you want a <laughs> top-level uh, video game movie adaptation, look up Street Fighter Assassin's Fist. Um, not only is it a good video game movie adaptation, it is the best video game movie adaptation, I know that bar is low. Mortal Kombat had a web series uh, a while back, too. It was pretty good. For what it was. Uh, from what I saw of it, yeah, from what I saw of it, it was good, but took a lot of liberties with the source material. It took some... Reimagined a lot of things. Well, you're thinking of... I think um, you're thinking of the one trailer that they did. Um, it was like the Chris Nolan-style trailer where they made everyone, like... It, they took all the mystical stuff out of it and they made it more, like, realistic. There was an actual like web series where with that was super faithful. So you know, no, I, I, I the what you're talking about when I I'm talking about season one, you're probably talking about season two because I know they did two seasons. I think it's called Mortal Kombat Legacy. Okay, um, I think they did two seasons of it, and season one was kind of where they went more of a Nolan real world route with in season two i think they steered more into the uh source material mystical end of it hmm. uh, but like the street fighter assassin's fist is off the page adaptation of the source material done superbly cool um yeah definitely definitely look at it would it would if you love what Cobra Kai is to the Karate Kid, you would love what Assassin's Fist is to Street Fighter. Hmm. All right. So it's not it's not a sequel in the sense. It is definitely a prequel uh, uh, focusing on the Ken and Ryu training. Uh, but it also focuses on uh, Goken, their trainer, uh, his brother, Gotetsu, would become Akuma and just like a fantastic backstory there. Yeah, it is top notch. Fantastic. Check it out. Fun request from Alan. I don't, I don't know the logistics, but he asks, can we get a devil's do where Drew is cooking live and Carl and Carl's brewing awesome coffee? I'm not going to say no. It's not impossible. But it's... It's a pain in the butt. It would be a lot. Yeah. I mean... Let me me put it this way. I could do it, but I don't know how reliable it would be. (laughs) I don't think we'd be able to both do it at the same time. We'd take turns, but I'd probably be, I'd probably be busier than you. <laughs> yeah. Time of day where we would do it is also 
very crucial because your kitchen is very close to Grant's bedroom, whereas my kitchen is also very close to William's bedroom. It would be like a 637 o'clock broadcast, uh, you know. Yeah, don't get me wrong. We love you. We want to entertain you. We're not willing to wake up our kids for you. Honestly, I think it's a great idea. I just don't know logistically how we could do it, but I would love to do that. It is. I think logistically it's easier for me because I'm on a laptop, so I'm much more mobile. I can. Um, we can do this on. A, I mean, I can, my, the presentation is going to be completely different than what you might be accustomed to. I, I can break out my my laptop and do you know do it that way, but yeah. it's just not going to be the usual standard that you're going to get, you know, on a weekly Devil's Do episode. Which, admittedly, I'm not. We, I'm, I'm not pretending that's a high standard anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, we like the idea. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Believe it. That. All right. Uh, Jay's suggested title for this is "The Devil's Food Bake and the Devil's Brew." The Devil's Food Bake, <laughs> like. The Devil's Brew, that makes sense, but the Devil's Food Bank. Food, just... The Devil's Food Bake. Bake. Oh, Food Bake. Yes. Food bake. I don't bake, though, so I'm not a pastry chef. I'm, I'm a chef chef. Yeah. All, all respect to pastry Pastry's chefs. hard, That's... dude. Je- Jen, yeah. Jen, Jen is the pastry chef. She has that shit yeah. down. I cannot do it. I like to cook because I don't have to be exact. I can kind of cooking. I can wing it a little. I I like to be pre- I like to be precise, but I do yeah. little of this, little of that. If I go over, I go under. Fine. Pastry, you have to pastry, be precise. Yeah. Pastry is like conducting a symphony. Cooking is like playing jazz. That's not wrong. That's not wrong. Yeah. So. Just, <laughs> do we just have battling Alan and Jay questions? We sure, did. We not? did. It's great. All right. Hey, I think I think all in all, good questions. We're having a good time. So yeah. Any are we are we good? Are we I done? Think, I think we're Just good. Say? I think we're good. We got right. we got a good ninety minutes out of you out of. We had a good show. Out, we, had, of, we had a lot of, of fun out of their content. Yeah. Um, this was a lot of fun. Really appreciate everybody who contributed. Really appreciate all of you who stopped in to watch us. Um, whether or not our next episode will be a live stream remains to be seen. We discussed it. We're not going to do this every single time. Uh, but this is definitely fun to do every once in a while. Um, so yeah, we're going to, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, thank you all for joining us. If you would like to send us any questions or contact us for, uh, you know, following the show or talking to us, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us at the following social media locations. You can follow us on Twitter at Devils Do Pod. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Devils Do Pod. You can email us at the Devils Do Pod at gmail.com, or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, the Devils Do Podcast.com. Drew, that being said, any closing thoughts? Ah, go Bills. Um, Go Bills. Alan wants a prediction. I I don't have one. It's the playoffs. Anything can happen. 
So Bills thirty one twenty seven. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's your prediction. Um, it's going to be a tough game. I would have much rather had Pittsburgh. Yeah. Of course, though, yeah. if, if Pittsburgh had crawled out of that hole they were in, I don't think I would have wanted that Pittsburgh team. No. You know, I would have liked a, a Pittsburgh beating Cleveland, you know, 14 to 3. You want, you want some manner of challenge. Right? No, I don't want any chance. Oh, oh, I oh! I see what you're Steelers. saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't true, want you don't want are, you don't want to disgrace the team off of you know that's got something to prove. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we are we are living in a world, and it could be the final act, final bizarre twist of 2020. Yeah, but we are living in a world where it is possible. And we will have a Buffalo Bills versus Cleveland Browns AFC Championship game. It is extremely unlikely. Yeah. I don't see it happening. But that's like that's like old Yeller having to shoot another old Yeller. It, it could just, happen. It's unlikely. It, it, it could, could happen. It's very unlikely. I don't see Cleveland getting past Kansas City. No. Um, but then again, but then again, if if the first half of that game, Cleveland team shows up against Kansas City, who knows? And when do we just turn into a sports show? Hey, we um, we're Buffalo people. It, it just it's it, it, it inevitably it will turn to sports at some point. Um, all I can say we, is we like I, our bills. I would much rather the Bills have to play. Not that I'm looking ahead. I'm just saying, in the best case scenario of all best case scenarios, I would rather the Bills have to go through Kansas City to make the Super Bowl. Oh God, no! I'd rather them have to go through Cleveland because I'd feel much more confident about that game. I want. I said it was I, really. I, I to, for me, this take it or leave it. This season's all about exercising the demons. So you go through Kansas City and you beat them. <laughs> and then you know what happens? I'll never, ever, ever root for Tom Brady, but I would root for Tom Brady to make the Super Bowl again just so the Bills could beat him in it. Oh, I don't want to see Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? I'm just saying. I don't I don't either. But in my storybook, the Bills can exercise all the demons this season if all these things happen. Yeah. Wouldn't that be Tom, something? Tom Brady was never a demon for us. Hot take. He was just a superior to us. No, nah, he's so, a demon. There, there, were, there was no rivalry there. You know, they were just always better. A rivalry indicates, you know, both competitors have an equal opportunity to become victorious. Rivalry indicates a back and forth. I there was never a rivalry between the Patriots. They just thumped us because they were constantly a better team. I never said anything about a rivalry. I said he's a demon. And I stand by that <laughs> statement. He's a demon on a pirate ship now. Well, we can sink that ship. So, Indeed. Anyway. All right, folks. This was great fun. Thanks for joining us. Be excellent to each other. Take care of each other. Um, let's let's get through this, folks. We're we're gonna be okay. We just got to get through and and just you know 
small acts of kindness and love add up. So just do what you can every day to try to make someone else's life better. That's what I got. I will happily second that notion. All right. Good night, folks. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.